Some episodes might not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Blue Boy or... Mr. Blue Boy. Blue Boy. Mm-hmm. This guy? The Acolyte? Yep, yep, yep. The End The end of the world takes the party to the literal edge of the world, where they must defeat the Archimandrite, safeguard the living star, and claim their wish. The party must first land on the promontory, the only solid piece of land on the edge of the world. Because the promontory extends from the material plane into the astral plane, it provides a final port of call from where the party can release the living star. Before they do so, however, they'll have to face down a direct confrontation with the Iron Chain Enclave itself. Following a catastrophic crash, the party must navigate their way through the Far Elf Enclave, locate the Archimandrite in the heart of his command, and defeat their implacable foe once and for all. By striving to reach extremes undreamed of by most people, the adventurers will prove themselves to be the stuff of legends. Moreover, they'll have helped the living star overcome countless threats and unleash its inner potential and act of true heroism. Alright, so we're back. Um, before we actually continue with the gameplay, got a few announcements. First off, there's a company called Mythical Meats. Yeah. You kind of know about this. You don't really know about this. I saw the post and that was about it. Yep, they're, a, they're a jerky company out of Pennsylvania and they make exotic types of jerky um, themed around various monsters and humanoids and such from various RPGs. And when I say exotic game meats, I mean alligator, camel, ostrich, alpaca, um, antelope, bison, you know, the stuff you don't just go into the grocery store and say, oh, hey, here we go, type of thing. Yeah, give me a hunk of yak. (laughs) Okay, well, they don't have yak. Wait. I I haven't looked at every single one of them. Wait, what don't they have? Lizard? Four. Mm, okay, fair. Now, here, here's what I can take. The two main variety packs, which are the ones we ordered, yeah. are the original and the humanoid. They have a mystery meat pack, which is literally a random assortment of any of those 20 pieces, or down to 10 pieces put in the bag. Then they have a special edition uh, package called the Gobbler which is 10 pieces of a unique type of turkey that has a cranberry flavor to it, like a Thanksgiving dinner type of thing. As well as you go on their website, you can buy individual ones. So say like you have two that you like and you want to get 10, you can pick up five and five. Same cost. Starting Monday, April 17th, for two weeks, the LARP channel and Mythical Meats are working together using a promo code LARP23, and you can add that to your order and take 10% off. It's like you're not paying taxes. <laughs> Taxation is theft. <laughs> I am um, so stoked to try the mermaid, though. Yeah, I am. T- if we had, if it had come in the mail earlier today, I'd have brought it and we'd have tried it. Aww. I wanted to, but that starts Monday, April seventeenth. 
Now, the second thing I had an announcement for is for you two. Yeah. This is basically our season finale episode before we go into the bonus book. And because of that, I got each of you guys something kind of special. Yay. Ooh. Is it food? <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. It's a dice! It's a metal set of spiky dice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Ooh, spiky. Yeah, th those are the dice where if somebody's really getting on your nerves, that's the last set of dice you need. Thank you. I need a knife. I have nerve damage. <laughs> those are slick. <laughs> now, I, here was the Crazy. funniest part. Oh! This is really my funny. funniest part. Those were the last two of that kind because I was going to get myself a set as well. But I couldn't. So I had to end up getting something cooler, of course. These are pretty slick. Cooler. What color have you got? Green. Oh, mine are green too. Yeah, they kind of I did not take that damage, by the way. Just yeah, no. dating. Shield. <laughs> yeah, I have a natural immunity. Shield to the nth degree. <laughs> I have a natural immunity to your bull hockey. This was the one I ended up getting. It's like a copper colored one. Oh, I way like these better. I prefer those. Yeah, these are, these are slick. Thank you very much. I like those. My get, shiny ones. I like. Yeah, get me a set. Oh my God, what's happening? No. You're, you're turning into a really nerdy. No, I'm not becoming a dice goblin. <laughs> Too late. Ah! You're already a dice goblin. Look how much dice you got sitting on your box anyway. Okay, listen. I did not buy any of the. Well, wait. I bought one set. Doesn't but matter. But all the rest were gifts. Doesn't matter. I'm like a tarot dice deck, dice. man. And when you use them, become a dice goblin. No. Use the shiny rocks. Speaking of which, I gotta clean this up real quick. Welcome to my world. Alright. So. So dusty. Last time we were together, so rudely interrupted by the extensive expiration of time. Every freaking time. Why? Say it again. Do a take two. And so rudely interrupted by the expiration of time. <laughs> All right, fine. I'll let you have that one. <laughs> you guys had um, made it onto the Enclave, made your way through the town, and got to the, um, like, the front helm sort of main building on the Enclave, and had slowly made your way through different rooms. So you dealt with statues here. You dealt with crystals that you quickly found out, especially Mr. I Hate Puzzles quickly figured it out. <laughs> That's that, a shocker. I know, right? How does that, that happen? The crystals had to hit themselves. Hey, because let, let's just, for the record, I'm for the record, video games. how many times have we gone into a, a puzzle encounter and we waste a good solid like 30, 40 minutes because I have no freaking clue? Just saying. <laughs> fair. The fair. record states that. I normally suck at these things. To, to clarify, okay. though, you don't really try that often either. <laughs> You're just like, it's a puzzle, I give up. Nah. All you, have fun. Don't know really how it goes. <laughs> um, then you dealt with bar elves in here who had the ability to alter the gravity in the room. Um, one of these rooms you dealt with elementals who blessed you. 
Another room had just... That was that one right there. This room right here, yeah. This room, I'm trying to remember. I remember we, that room was like a treasure room. We looked in there. There was something there. I don't exactly remember what it was, but I'm like, I'm going to circle back to that one. Okay, so you guys haven't actually gone into no. that room yet. No. Okay. Because there, there was something about that room that just screamed something bad's going to happen, and I wanted to go check out the other ones first. Look, here comes the consequence, 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 consequences of my actions chasing me right now. Pretty much. Yeah. Alright. So do you guys come back to this room then? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, is there... Oh! Your scrolls. The six scrolls. I was just getting ready to say scrolls. before right. we carried on. Um, let's see here. You said they were six scrolls, right? Yep. Okay. Give I just me... need to know what levels and what they are. Yep. Give me just a second here. So... First one is a first level scroll of catapult. Nice. Uh, the second one is a third level scroll of gaseous form. Gaseous form? Mm -hmm. Gaseous form. Third scroll is a second level scroll of Lesser Restoration. Ooh, nice. Number four is a second level scroll of Summon Beast. What did I say? That was number four? Mm-hmm. Number five. Ooh. is a fourth level scroll of fire shield nice and the final scroll is a third level scroll of lightning bolt nice okay so esther is going to get the fire shield Sweet. the lightning bolt and since you like summoning things in general, I'll let you have the summon beast one. I gotta get a pencil Make sure you write down what levels those are too. And also double check to make sure it's a scroll you can cast. She should be able to cast the fire shield and lightning bolt. I know she can cast lightning bolt. Yeah, lightning bolt's a definite. Fire shield, I'm pretty sure of. Summon Beast would be the only one that uh -huh. may or may or not. My good pencil, I found you. Uh, let me see here real quick. I can just look it up here. Uh, Summon Beast is not listed as a class-specific spell, so I'm assuming every spellcasting class can use it. Summon Beast, right? Right, and that's at second level. Um, fire Shield is a wizard optional variant classes are druid and sorcerer what level is the fire shield fire shield's Four. a fourth level but it's a wizard scroll so she actually won't be able to use it because it's not on her spell oh list. i for sure can't use it 
Yeah, because mo for most scrolls it says if it's a spell that's on your spell list, but you can't cast it, you have to make a saving check or a, a, some sort of a... He's using the crappy rules for scrolls. Okay, well, I don't want that then. I don't want that scroll then. What was he, the last one? That's hey. what I read. Hey, it's, well, because again, there's two places that it's written. One is any class can cast a scroll, and then there's another one that says... You have to be a arcane cast or the caster of the class, and it has to be on your spell list. Mm -hmm. I don't like the restricted one. I, the whole point of scrolls is to allow non-magic casters the ability to use magic. Yeah. Well, who knows if you if you get the living star to the astral plane, maybe it causes something to change. Who knows? Maybe, maybe not. You're just being difficult. I'm not being difficult. I'm going off the first thing I read. What was that other scroll? You said I got three. Lightning bolt, fire shield, summon beast. What level is the lightning bolt? Third. Okay. Actually, I think your D4 Caltrop is worse than mine. Mine's stubby. <laughs> You okay over there? <laughs> I'm not gonna say motion of the ocean. Okay, so since he's going with those type of rules, uh, you will get gaseous form as well because I can't nice. use it at all. Nice. What level was the gaseous form? Uh, third. Hmm. I can use lesser restoration and I can use catapult. Between Celine and Mercer. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's that. Okay, so yeah, so after we've looted this room and scoured the armory and got the blessing of the elementals in the other one. You guys even remember what the blessing was? It was an advantage, uh, I think on our next roll. Oh no, no, 24 hours 24 plus hours. one AC. Okay, yeah. Alright. So as you guys make your way to that room there, the am I looking at the right room here? The one with the disco ball. I mean, that's what it looks like. You should Number be four. dancing. Yep. Okay. So yeah. Oh no, I heard me singing. He's running away now. Hey, bud. So the walls of this room are smooth and featureless. The only object of note is a large silver orb engraved with a bewildering, bewilderingly complex pattern of intricate spirals. The orb hangs from the midpoint of the ceiling by a long mithril strand. Tiny glimmers of magical light glide across the surface of the orb, tracing the spiral pattern in a strangely mesmerizing <laughs> fashion. Friggin' puzzles, man. The disco ball. <laughs> Disco tech. Oh, jeez. I mean, basically, what, me, you just, what you just described is a disco ball. Tell me your puzzles were all built by bards without telling me. <laughs> um, so right off the bat, if you want, you can give me an arcana check. Oh, my. Oh, yeah, buddy. Yeah. That's going to be a 20... Twenty-two. And an eighteen for Esther. 
What about Zabaka and Selene? Zabaka don't know crap, man. Uh, Although somehow Selene she got a 13. They pulled one on Mercer. How was Zabaka? Okay, what did Selene get? <laughs> oh, I'm checking here. I gotta figure out what her. Uh... <laughs> How is Zabaka smarter than Esther? Oh yeah, yeah. She she 25. Wow. <laughs> Big difference is Selene rolled a 19. Mercer rolled an 11. Wow. So this is going to be one of those Mercer goes, I think I know, isn't that one of those? And Selene just tells it's this, 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 and it does this, and it's for this purpose, and it does yeah, this, Selene this, and Esther and then be like, la, 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 la. Well, and Mercer's got a higher score than Esther. Well, yeah, so all three of us know. Zabak's like, mm. Anyway, you can tell that this room is used for two different purposes. Um, Dancing. <laughs> Navigating uh, the Iron Chain Enclave through the Astral Plane and communicating with other enclaves. What you're looking at is referred to as an Astrodetic Globe. See? Okay, so this is what was actually... This is what flies the giant... Um... This, you, you can tell that this is more or less used for navigational purposes oh. and communication, not like an actual helm or anything. Um, we're right on the cusp of the astral. Correct. You, you came to the promontory and, because, well, you got to the promontory only because the, the, the enclave that you were dealing with before landed right there at the edge and so let's see here um pink. like does it look like it's like basically in a dormant state at the moment at the moment yes like it looks like it's just there okay um is it Mercer's gonna take a look at it and does he realize can he make it uh you know, Arcana to see if it's trapped at all. Like with magic. Specifically trapped or just magical? And magical tra magical traps. I'm looking for something that... Yeah, if you want to make an Arcana check, that works. Yeah, that's... That's, that's going to be a 31. You know that there's magic in this room. You don't get the sense of magic traps. Right. Specific. He activates it. Alright, so touching it, the room goes dark and the orb flares with lights. Da, 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 da. Three dimension. I'm sorry. Room goes dark, orb flares with light as a three dimensional map of the astral plane is projected into the chamber. Uh, the projection hangs in the air, allowing you to walk in and out and around various stars, colored pools, nebulae, and other features depicted by the projection. Basically, this is one of those moments where you're Tony Stark standing in the middle of his basement room and can create various three dimensions that you can just sway your hand and be able to move to Whoa. navigate and move through. Are there any like little nodes or anything that like shows that something that they had like had a node plotted to? There's nothing specific other than material plane, astral plane. So like that, so you know how if you look in the player's handbook, you see that depiction of the multiverse sort of thing? Mm -hmm. That, but on like a three-dimensional scale almost. 
and you can t if you want to make another intelligence check. Uh, that's going to be is just you're doing a Arcana, straight Arcana. 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 Yep. Um. Thirteen. Twenty-five. Thirteen. No. Twenty-five. Um, you're also able to figure out that. Um, you're able to figure out how to locate various regions in the astral plane, uh, such as a color pool leading to a particular plane of existence. Um, and then being able to figure out how, if you want to, you could plot a course. Say, like, if you wanted to go to... This is strictly just for example, but say you wanted to plot a course to the plane of chaos you could plot a course to get there. Or if you wanted to plot another course to go to the plane of the fairy, I know Mercer won't do that. No, never. <laughs> no. But if you wanted to, you could. Um, if you want, yeah. Does there, does there look like there's a way that I can disconnect the orb? Um... That you can see right off the bat. Um. So I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna follow the mithril cable. Okay. Because I know. Because as is what we know of mithril, mithril's indestructible. Mm -hmm. So I can't just break the cable. Right. Or can I? Hmm. Mercer pulls out his mithril spear. Okay. Doesn't know if like materials will cut through each other. Uh, Don't know. I'm gonna try. try. So he takes his, his mithril spear and he, you know, at the cable. Okay, so he takes the spear and like a baseball bat swing. Not, not like, hard, but he basically, like, you know, gets up to it and, like, you know, uses the blade and pulls down along it. So he's, like, trying to, almost so, like a, like a, like a pulled saw. Right, okay. So doing that causes the mithril strand to kind of flail about, causing the orb to flail about. Yep. And everything that was depicted starts to just flash, like, a really, really nasty trip or something. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. As it starts to settle down, it just... And then all of a sudden, this projection of another far elf appears and says, Greeting, Archimandroid. This is the Enclave of the Adamant Book. I request an audience with you. I apologize. He is unavailable at the moment. Can I take a message? <laughs> yeah, 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 that. Um, excuse me? Uh, like I said, he is unavailable at the moment. You're not even a far elf. What are you doing on here? Um. And where is the Archimandrite? I don't know. Uh, That's why I said he's unavailable at the moment. Yeah. I can go deliver your message for you. I mean, I'm looking for him. Yeah, sure. Yeah, baby. Yep, totally can. Yep. Be more than happy to deliver that message for you. We are happy to help. Here to help. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're you're here to help. Yeah. Help in what manner? Um. I've never known far elves or the Archimandrite, for that matter, to ever take to other races. Um, it's not like lightly. 
Marty, it's time to go. You ruined my plan. I'm sorry. Boop, and shuts it off. It doesn't turn off. Okay, well, he, he, he acts like he shuts it off. Like, he literally goes and goes, boop, and makes the noise. You see the far off just standing there going, what are you doing? You obviously have no idea what you're doing, do you? And so, I ignore him, acting like he's been muted or shut off. And I'm like, okay, well, carry on, let's go. And we head towards the other room. Right, yep, mm-hmm. Right. So Wait for me. When you get to this, so when Mercer gets to this doorway right here, it's shut. Mm-hmm. And you don't see a doorknob or anything indicating a way to open this door. Is there like a panel on the wall at all? Mm-mm. Can I make a... Intelligence check? Art of, you know, or Arcana check? Um... You can give me another uh, Arcana check. Oh, thank you. That's that's a 31 again. A 31. Okay, so you can tell that something involving this door has something to do with the orb. Well, a 31, I can't discern how to undo this. That's how you undo this, is with uh, the orb. So Mercer walks over to the orb. He just kind of grabs it. Maneuvers it. Um, you notice uh, two particular sigils that are inscribed on the globe and a point of light depicting the Iron Chain Enclave. And you notice that those two sigils match two sigils found on wheels sitting on the door. So I poke one, and then I give it a second, and then I poke the other one. So just like a, like a mm-hmm. single finger poke? Okay, yep. Nothing happens. Okay, then I take the orb over to the door. You can't. Oh, the string's not long enough? Aww. Hit them both together. Is that how you're actually doing it? Just fingers like that? Well, you know, I start that way, and then I poke it, and then I... What was that? You poke? Yeah, you hold the orb with your thumbs. Oh, okay. The minute you you put your hands on it, mm-hmm. on both of those two sigils, is when it glows and you see the wheels start to rotate, and that's when it the sealed door unseals. Okay. So the gears turn and the door just kind of slides down into the floor. Cool. Is the one guy still there? Yep. Clearly you can hear me. I'm ignoring him. Like, I, I'm acting like I can't hear him, like I have him muted, and so I just start yep. walking As off. going along with it, like, yep. I am the Archimandrite of the Adamant Book. You will answer me. And I, we walk away. Sorry. Celine just man. follows him. She just, she just, like, I know what he's doing, so, okay, moving on. Just follows him. You do it. Esther's like, okay, I'm confused, but whatever, let's go. <sighs> All right, so into this next room here. <laughs> Me and the Archimandrites, we get along so well. Yeah, I know, right? I'm going to incite infuriating anger. We get along great. He's my best friend. I can abuse him how I please. Well, I was doing okay until someone said, oh, we're here to help. <laughs> Sorry, man. 
I, I wasn't picking up what you were putting down. That's my bad. So, yeah. So, door opens. I look in. If nothing looks like 100% like it's going to kill me at the moment, I walk in. Alright. So, the center of this room... The center of this room features a 15-foot statue of the elven goddess carved from flawless clear crystal accented with gleaming platinum filigree. Flat silk pillows rest around the statue on the floor, allowing for a place of supplicants to sit and meditate. Above each doorway is a depiction of Lune, the Queen of Stars. One figure is as dark as the night, and the other is as brilliant as starlight. Holy Holy sigils are painted above and each are painted above each figure's head. Golly. <sighs> Alright, let's try this again. Holy sigils are painted above each figure's head. The rest of the walls are painted with a mural depicting far elves hunting. Upon entering, a disembodied voice rings out, seeming to come from the statue. Do you intend to bring destruction to my people? And it sounds exactly like that Daedric goddess that says, A new hand touches the beacon. Oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't touch anything. No, she didn't actually say that. That's just, that's the voice. Selene quickly new runs over and cups Mercer's mouth. Thank you. Yeah. And Mercer stops for a second. She starts to move her hand away. And he gets ready to say something and just... Boom! And just pops him square in the head. <laughs> and he just kind of looks up at her like... Well, what do you want? And she just looks down at me. She just gives him the stare of like, you speak one word. Turn around and find out, man. And I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> if you can hit me, I'll give you the scroll of Longstrider. <laughs> A man must admit when he has been beaten. <laughs> So Mercer kind of scowls for a moment, and he keeps his mouth shut. And Celine says, "Ultimately, no." Uh, all right. So she responds again and says, "What are your intentions?" So she sits there and she she thinks for a second. And she's like. We've had issues with the Archimandrite in the past, and we are here to settle a score with him and him alone. So you're here to stop the Archimandrite? Yes. Hmm. Well, one thing I can tell you is you will want to do your best to read and learn the depictions of this room if you intend to stop him. I look at a quick glance. I, it's probably in their, their language. It's not in a language. It's a series of murals that tell a story as it goes around the room. Okay. So you see far elves on an enclave. You see the enclave slowly drift out of view of the picture like as if it just goes behind a screen or something and the far elves begin to go and hunt and they find another animal that looks similar to the enclave they capture it they bring it back and it appears as if they hand it off to the archimandrite who takes these weird tongs clamps it onto the head of the creature 
and then all of a sudden the creature turns from a bright white to a palish sort of rocky gray yeah. and grows into a new enclave and that's where it comes back around full circle to the far elves being on an enclave so Celine makes a comment so essentially you it appears like you're capturing a astral entity and maybe potentially a living star and you are raining its power to become a floating city and that is this continual cycle over and over again to keep your people traveling to to a, to a certain degree but the survival of my people should not always rely on living stars so at some point they have to break this cycle somebody could as long as my people survive the far elves were never a violent type until they were forced out of their homes then they turned violent in an attempt to retake their home or defend themselves against various forms of bias and racism of all sorts. Prejudice. Whatever you've experienced in the past was not the type of culture that they once were. If they can be brought back to that culture, they may once again be allowed to live amongst their people. Are you able to aid me in this? As ultimately, I have no desire for harming ultimately your entire race. I have, like I said. She is talking to Celine, right? Yes. Okay. You may not. What about the rest of your compatriots? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why would I hurt anybody? So she, she looks down at Mercer and she goes, Unfortunately, your race is. Your race. Not my race, my people. Your people. Their bias, unfortunately, has skewed one, if not others, of my party. <sighs> okay, so this is going to come down to a persuasion check as she begins to. Uh, she begins to try to weigh options between are your intentions good or are your intentions bad? Are you a good witch or a bad a, witch? Up to a point you were showing good, but then when you said they've kind of skewed some of my party members, okay, well maybe you do intend violence for my people. But what she's saying is ultimately true though. I mean, it is it is the fact of yep, good she's, job. she's captured something. What you Because, I mean, ultimately... At least from Selene's perspective, most of the party doesn't really care one way or the other. They they have been attacked, and really, I mean, because case in point, on the island where we were, you know, with the with the penglings, mm-hmm. um, the rest of the party didn't really care. And again, same concept when we were on the island. That everyone was all hippie, hippie wise. Hippie dippy. Yeah. Again, 
Yeah, where everyone was just, they were like mellow and like, oh, let's have a party. Yeah, in paradise. Again, everyone else didn't really care. Well, that wasn't far out. No, no, but I'm just saying in general, again, holistically the party doesn't really care. The only one that has continued to have a bad time with individuals is Mercer. Mercer is the only one that has an issue with Catapult, and of course the Far Elves, and the Black Hand. No, it's not Black Hand. Black Rift. The Black Rift. Mm -hmm. So, unfortunately, he's had... Because of all the the continual encounters he's had, Mm -hmm. he is the only one in the party that's truly biased. And... Right. Ultimately, it's... Mercer has shown some slight... Um, improvements with the Far Elves. And the big as, thing is... As the DM, you are right there on the edge of that statement. That's why I said. I mean, that's why I said slight improvements. Um, because, like, case in point, at the, at the fountain, mm-hmm. he didn't just obliterate them. He told them that they can go scram and go, you know, take a long walk off Short Bridge for all he cares. Mm-hmm. As long as they're out of his way. So, realistically, the and, and really, the biggest gripe for Mercer is the Archimandrite. Like, he, he, he will burn the, the Archimandrite to the ground. I can think of three individuals he wants dead beyond anything else. Yep. Catapult, Archimandrite, Lux. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and unfortunately, for the most part, they're, they're kind of like their whole group kind of gets pulled down with them. But after he takes care of those three individuals mm-hmm. it's you know you're out of my way now I'll move on to my next problem whoever it or they may be alright so <clears throat> essentially what ends up happening is you guys feel like as if the room is moving mm-hmm. but the statue stays stationary locked on Zabak, Celine, and Esther feel themselves all moved to this side of the room. Like, they can't tell if the room is moving, if they're moving, if just from their perspective, everything alters, or what it is. But Aren't we in the other room, though? You're in this room. Yes. Yes, you're correct. So you feel yourselves moved over to... I assume they're on to the light side of the room? Correct. Mercer is, however, still moving over to here as he sees the statue as if it's... statue has not moved, but somehow he's now standing in front of the statue, but is yet still on the dark side of the room. And so she turns and looks at him, asks the same question. Do you intend destruction for my people? No. This is going to come down to a skill challenge solely on Mercer. You need to make a persuasion check to convince her that you do not have ill will intent. Or you can just outright say, yeah, I plan on killing these people. If that's the decision you choose to make. So, so here, here's what I will say to that. Mercer will, will respond with... Holistically, no. Other than the Arch of Mandrite, if the rest stay out of my way... I have no problem with them. Other than the Archimandrite? Explain yourself. He has been a thorn 
in this entire quest, this cause to bring this living star back to the astral realm as he has continually sent your people and him included to capture you know control this entity we have been tasked with the mission of returning that creature back to the astral plane. Yes. That has nothing to do with the Archimander. Yes, it does, because he has repeatedly gotten our way and tried to prevent us from doing so while intentionally sending your people to try to kill and capture. But the Archimandrite is the leader of the Far Elks. By his death would mean the end of their existence and they wouldn't be able to return. You home. have another one sitting in the other freaking room. That's a different Archimandrite for a different Enclave. We're talking about this Enclave. Promote someone else! You don't just promote Archimandrites. They're born into that life. Well, that's a failure on your culture, then. I mean, that's what he says! <laughs> There's a brief moment where he sees a flash flare off of her. Mm. Mercer is cursed by the Bane spell for the next 24 hours. <laughs> And then the room just goes back to normal. <laughs> Mercer has not been, you know, the most... Uh, bright bulb of the bunch? I wouldn't say bright bulb, he just... The dull bulb of the bunch? He mm. doesn't have a filter on how he feels. Doesn't matter if he's talking to an ancient great worm, a deity, some pissant captain who's a furball. Um, he just says exactly what he feels. So every time you make an attack roll or a saving throw, you must roll a d4 and subtract that number from your roll for the next 24 hours. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. So he's got a really good AC and a slightly crappy roll on d20s for everything else. That's better than being at disadvantage all the time. Yes. <laughs> is going to be person number four of I Want You Dead. <laughs> no, not really. Like, like from this perspective, as a as a deity, as a you know goddess or whatever, he, like he understands her position. But at the same time, had she cursed him blue, would he still be understanding of it? No. <laughs> but that that's but that's there's that a reason. Even affect you though, other than you're blue. <laughs> but there's a reason for that. He just hates being blue. Exactly. You know, being, you know, being, you know, basically, you know, you're, I'm going to make you a little less effective for, you know, 24 hours as you've, you've annoyed me. So the difference being, I, I'm going to affect your skill set versus I'm just going to flat out embarrass the crap out of you. Yeah. So it's an egotistical perspective. <laughs> oh, very much the case. How many times does he kick someone in the shin just because they're like, you're small? Never, because every time they've looked at him, he was blue, and they're like, well, what, what separates no, I mean, gnome he, are you? Yeah, it's just... <laughs> I've never seen an aquatic gnome before. So he, he's just... Yeah, so no, no, this, like, he understands. It, it, yeah, he's like... Man, fine. But he can move on, so...
after that you all um, aren't quite sure because there's three of or four of you who intended on peace while one of you intended on a refutal I'll say or a rebuttal or something against what she was saying yeah um you didn't notice it before, but now you see a soaring angel figurehead that looks like it would fit on the front of a ship sitting in the room. Uh, Celine will go up to it and... Based on what she's looking at, this thing looks like it would fit perfectly on the front of your guys' ship. She sits there and stores it, and she she looks to the statue, and because again she being a cleric and follows a deity of sorts, mm-hmm. understands or believes she understands the scope of what has happened, and she you know turns to the statue and says thank you. Okay, so she puts it in one of the bags of holding them. Her bag of holding. Okay. All right, and then moving on to the next room. Yeah. Make sure that's the correct one. No, that is not the correct one. Mercer will be the last... I will say this, though. Mercer will be the last one out of the room. Mm-hmm. And just for a slight moment, he stops and calculates the weight of that statue. Don't nah. It, and then leaves the room. Yeah, it's too heavy. Try to knock it over. Take it. Um, you said it has a platinum... It's, it's Yeah, and it's crystal. Yeah. That's valuable. Yeah. So like I said, he stops and looks at it for a moment. How far do you want to push this with a deity? Again, he's when it comes to that, he... He, he shows that slight sense of common sense for he's just, just like moment. He looks at it for a moment, he's like calculating figures in his head, and then he's just like... Probably not worth it. And then walks off. And follows the group into the other room. Right. Okay. So, as you come into this next room, this large chamber is constructed around an arcane device that resembles a five-foot-tall pillar of silver studded with gems. Yeah, Merch is, like, right on it. The pillar is firmly embedded into the floor and radiates a strange psychic pressure that you can feel behind the bridge of your nose. A trio of far elves in intricate robes stand near the pillar with their hands extended as if they are meditating upon it. Okay, he doesn't run in since he sees those guys. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. An empty throne-like chair sits just behind the pillar. Beyond the pillar is a balcony that opens onto the promontory. Standing upon the balcony is the Archimandre himself. He turns to face you as you enter and in a grave and in grave tone says this is the end. In his hands, he holds a simple device of dark metal, like a pair of gleaming black tongs, which he extends towards you. Alright, so give me just a second here. Before we walk into this whole thing, I want to set this all up. So as I said, he points the tongs and says, this is the end for you. And Mercer looks at him and goes, now I'm going to kill you. With that, the living star immediately gets bolted Towards the Archimandrite, and his head, the barrel's head, gets caught in the tongs. No! He begins to scream, and the Archimandrite dashes out of the room. Barrel! Gunter, go! Can I help? Yeah. 
can I cat can I summon Gunter as a reaction? Uh I'm gonna it's chase after reaction spell. I'm gonna chase after him. Yeah, so is Esther. Bam! Go. And Selene is going to guard the door. Okay, so I assume everybody comes in, right? Yeah. Okay. Mercer's gonna try to go this way towards the Archimandrite, mm-hmm. right? Who else did you say tries to go after the Archimandrite? Es- Esther in the back. Esther's like whoosh. You guys get to here. You said Celine's gonna block the door. No, that door. This like, door here. Yeah, basically, because the other people are gonna run past to go after the Archimandrite. Hang on. So as soon as you all get into here, yeah. Before you get to this doorway, you hear a reverberating sound of energy as a dome appears, and you now have a wall of energy blocking your path. Uh, Mercer looks at whichever one's the closest, and he goes, I recommend you dropping that field now, or I will bury you in this ground. And you go into initiative. Man. Ooh, you're almost there. You're going to be in trouble, but I'll die. I've rolled three 19s in a row. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was rolling well until it came to crunch time. Oh, wait, hold on. I gotta see. I gotta. When you're. Uh, see. It's, oh, just attack rolls and saving throws. Cool. So I don't have to roll it yet. Ouch. Mr. Stabbington got me. One of your dice? The D4 caught me <laughs> right in the knuckle. He did not feel so good. Alright. I don't need to worry about this just yet. Now, I got a question to ask real quick. Oh, we're still paused? Yeah. Okay. Wouldn't Zabak have had a chance to grab the Living Star? Because the Living Star has literally been like stuck to her shell. Mm-hmm. Under most circumstances, yes, but it's because of the nature of those tongs. It basically, it was almost like it forced the uh, barrel to be vortex warped to it, but it was just a... Okay. Just figured I'd ask. Yeah. No. All right. Okay. Come out again. So, the back got a 21... Celine also got a 21. I know her dex modifier is lower than Zabak. Okay. So she'll go, Zabak will go first. Alright. Esther got... Esther got a 9. <laughs> and Mercer? 22. Well, I think it's a safe bet to say at least three of you are going before them. So it's going to go Mercer, Zabak, Celine. This NPC, then lock, then this guy, this guy, and tailing up the end will be Esther. Alright. Just wait till she gets back then. Hurt. So, right off the bat, Mercer, what do you do? So, at a quick glance, Guy in the blue, guy in the red, guy in the green. Like, if I look at them, what are they wearing? 
This one has the obvious signs of your standard acolyte. Okay. Um, this one has the obvious signs of a monk. This one looks like a... Uh, this one looks very similar to the guy that had... That was controlling those weird dragonfly-looking... That dude. He gets blasted. So as my action, I create my force cannon. Wait, no, we're, we... Okay, never mind. I still have my force cannon out. I don't remember you ever saying anything about a force cannon. No, you're right, because I've been conserving it. I've been waiting for combat. So I, for this round, I create my force cannon. So action, force cannon, bonus Bonus action, action blast him. Okay. Mess him up, man. Okay, so... That is a 15, so... Five, twenty-four, twenty-four, 24. And that's with the D4. 24 points of damage. No, 24 to hit him. 24 to hit him? Yep. Uh, that's going to hit. Did you subtract the four? I, I did. Okay. I rolled a D4. I only rolled a one this time. Yay for my uh, natural ability on rolling ones. Um, <laughs> 13 points of damage, and he's pushed five feet into the wall. So I just basically into his chair. He's just like... Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, how many points of damage, you say? Uh, 13. Okay. I'm going to try this add up the damage rather than subtract all this stuff. Alright. Is that that's your whole turn then? Yeah, because okay. that was my action and my bonus action. Gotcha. Zabak, your turn. Alright. Zabak attack! I'm enraged by this turn. Oh, that's... before I forget, uh, because Mercer's right there at the doorway, give me a perception check real quick. Okay. You said perception? Mm -hmm. 12. Okay, never mind. What's the back doing? Raging. Okay. And attacking. Attacking. Would Celine get to make a quick perception check? Uh, no, because the angle it's at, this wall is blocking her view as well as the Mercer's, because it's right here. Okay, I thought you were talking through the doorway. No, 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 no. Because of this wall here, she'd have to come around the wall to see what's over here. Got it. To see what I'm talking about. The angle he's at, he could possibly slightly see it. It's like one of those thin slip moments until he actually walks through the doorway. Okay. Who is she attacking? I'm going to move over to Mr. Green Flamey Boy. No, Up no, no. Here? No. no, the one right next to her. Right here? Yeah. Good boy. Ah! I gotta roll to confirm a, cr a critical fail. I'm looking at a four that time. So, what was the attack? She just went to slash him with her jawbone and missed. What did you roll, t roll Toto to confirm a critical fail? Uh, it was a seven. Seven? She goes to swing and she sends her sword flying over to here as Hit. it hits the force field and goes. Wait, 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 wait. Esther, who is flying, can she try to react and grab it? No, because she's behind 
the back. There's no way Esther would have been able to get to like the Like dart over. Because she's no. flying. No? No. That's not the type of thing you can do a reaction. Ah! Alright. Oh, crap, man. Uh, well, we know what Esther's going to be doing on her turn. Well, it's still Zavek's turn. Yeah. Kick him. Oh, shit. So she's going or something. She's just gonna. She's just got her hand cl- claws, so she can't, you know, grab a weapon out quite that fast. I imagine that's gonna be fourteen to hit. On the acolyte. Wait. What's my claws plus? Oh, eighteen to hit. My bad. With my claws, she's just gonna try to gore him. Okay. Eighteen. To hit. Because I have a plus seven to my attacks. Standard strength attacks plus yeah. seven. Oh, okay. she's proficient with her claws, so she gets that. Proficiency. That, that's right. That's right. The chaos thing. I remember yeah, that. I remember that. And okay. also, I'm a turtle, so like I have claws. Right. Right. Okay. Sorry. Give me off for a minute. Uh, yes, you hit. And that's gonna be d6 plus four. Cool. That's gonna be eight points of damage, my dude. Okay. And that's that was her second attack. Ah, she just kind of yells in his face. You made me so mad, I threw my own weapon. <laughs> All right, uh, it's Celine's turn. Uh, what is the? I gotta look at the grid on the table. <clears throat> so she stands. So the chair is like. Partially, yeah. Technically, these guys are in this square. Okay, that's what I'm. Square, that's what I'm trying to figure out here. In this square. So if she goes here, so five, ten, fifteen, five, ten, fifteen, yeah. So this round, she's going to uh, guardian angels or okay. guardian spirits. This guy immediately. Flings his hand as if the backhand, and her spell goes away. Uh, he counterspells. Yep. Hold on a second. Do do do. Spell sheet. Third level or lower. Okay. Okay. That's her action this round. Alright. Uh, Acolyte's turn. Um, she immediately pulls out the traditional chain, but the way she's spinning it, the chain almost looks more like a staff because it stays straight as she's spinning it around. And attempts to hit the back twice. Oh! So first I think hit. not, fool. First hit. It's a 15. I know that misses. Mm-hmm. Second hit is a dirty 20. Oh, shenanigans. Plus one with the the bonus when mm-hmm. your AC's a 21. Ah, my AC's a 21. That's for right. 24 hours. Get wrecked. Okay, so just. 
just so I recall, my, not including that bonus to your ACs for a moment. Zabak's AC is a 20. Celine's mm -hmm. AC is a 23. Yep. Esther's AC is a 13. Mm -hmm. Mercer's AC is a 19. Yes. Correct? Okay. All right. So the dirty 20 misses then, correct? Sure does. All right. So that's her turn. It's now Locke's turn. He immediately just pulls the hammer out and swings right at Green Boy right here. And you hear a slight thundery sound as you realize he's casting Booming Blade as he tries to hit. That's a flower. That's a natural 20. Okay. <laughs> I, I like doing it as long as it doesn't like take the glory away from the entire combat. Okay, so. I need... What do I need here? I need... To look at a different set of dice because those spiky dice are confusing the crap out of me. I need that. And I need this. Ooh, ooh, jeez. Golly. You hear, like, the thundering sound of a thunderstorm for just a moment as he swings and just... And look a bomb! And booming energy starts to surround this guy. Which one was that? That was the monk, so... Bam. And then he moves to put himself between the monk and everybody else, pointing the hammer going, you're not going to enjoy this anymore. Celine sits there and tells Esther to just unload on this guy. That's directly in front of her. Nice look. Unload. Yeah. The fact that both Esther and Selene are right next to him, and she she can actively see him counterspell. She knows that he can't do that again. Bombard him. Yeah. Oh, because only one reaction per round. Gotcha. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm on the same page as you now. Okay. Yeah. The fact that you know Selene's decent level spell just got countered knows that you're you can lash out with a big one. And make it hurt. Have we rested in a while? No, we have not. Well, no, you're not going to get much out of me. Turn. So. Oh, it's the monk's turn. Yeah, it's not quite Esther's turn. I know, I'm, just, I'm just getting ready. I know what I'm going to do. Oh, his reaction comes back at his turn. At this turn? Because it's his turn before you. No, this is the exemplar. He's the one that did the counter spell. Yeah. It's this guy's turn. Oh, okay. Sorry. Get my people mixed up. Yep. That's why I, I made it vividly clear to make sure I keep track of them and color coat them the way I did mm. so I can keep track of who they are, too. All right. So, Lockdown needs to make a con saving throw. Hopefully, you go before him because yeah. otherwise, he gets his counter spell back. Yeah, and then we're just kind of at it. So, well. success for locked on. Thank goodness. Uh, da, 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 da. As you see, the monk just kind of fling his hands up, drop them down as if to bring something down, and a boom beam appears right over locked on. Uh, 
two D ten. Okay. Safe, so five points against the lock. Just mark it here for now. <clears throat> Lock's just like, Ugh, really? Now I am gonna kill you. And okay, sorry, exemplar's turn. Okay. Ah! Never mind. Bro, I can't do crap now. Wait, 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 wait. Did Gunter has Gunter had time to dispel, or is, would he still be with us? I don't recall how far back it was that you'd cast that spell. Mm. Uh, it was in the room with the three, the the chuckleheads. So here. Oh, so he's still with us, eh? Well, the no, like you guys took a long rest in that room. Oh, oh we took oh, a long rest right. in it. We got we all did. we got everything yeah. back. Oh, moot point then, yeah. <laughs> I remember you guys did that. Destruction! I can't remember if we were recording when you said it, but I remember you saying it. Okay. Uh, Wow, that... uh, Remember ASDF? The keyboard? ASDF? Yeah. The YouTube? Oh, no. No? Oh, okay. All right. Um, Time to die, potato. Exemplar pulls his chain out, and it looks slightly different, but it's roughly the same length. Mm -hmm. And he's wielding his differently to where the center portion between the two main rings seems to always stay straight as he's swinging these things around. It's a a three. They're all three-sectioned. It's just the way he's maneuvering his seems different. And he takes three swings right at uh, Celine in front of him. No, not Celine. Um, it's alright, her heart will go on. Highest he got was a 16, so he misses all three strikes. She's like, serves you right. The first two completely just whiff. The third one kind of hits her armor, but it's kind of shink. Oh gosh, you're one of those. You what? We should get an little drawer thing. This thing? Yeah. I've had for a while, cut from Amazon. Really? Yeah. You have to put it together, though. It's okay, I don't mind, I can do that. It is now Esther's turn. Yeah, I can get it for you. Oh, bet. Esther's like, ah! This turn has come up. Oh, good turn! <laughs> Just to be clear, you can only summon Gunter in an unoccupied space, right? Oh, yeah, no, I can't do that here. Yeah, there is. There's an unoccupied the space, it's just a very small Yeah, no, that w- this isn't wise. Summoning Gunter in here is not wise, so I'm not gonna do that. So she's gonna dart over and grab the back's weapon. She's going over here. Yeah, because she's flying. What? Okay, she's she said she's ten. been flying this entire yeah, time. Yeah, I'm. I'm. We've got my wing. Ten, ten feet. Ten feet. Okay. So I know I know what I'm about. I'm gonna dart over and grab the back's weapon to take it to her. Okay, so you got a uh, you're ten feet up, mm-hmm. five, ten, fifteen, twenty. That's as far as you can get. You can't get down to the weapon. I have a fly speed of thirty, man. You have a fly speed of twenty. 20. Oh, I have a fly speed of twenty. That's right. Okay, scratch that. Scratch that. Uh, I'm gonna stay where I'm at. <laughs> I forgot I can do this. Mage hand. Wait. 
Mage Hand is only five pounds of pressure. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to be able to lift that jawbone. Uh -huh. Never mind. Um, that weapon weighs more than five pounds. Well. <laughs> I'm just bad at math. Alright, fine. Guardian of Faith. What is that? A large spectral guardian appears and hovers in an unoccupied space you see within range. The guardian occupies that space for the duration. It's a eight hour long spell. <clears throat> any, creature any creature hostile to you that moves within 10 feet of the guardian for the first time on their turn must make a deck save. If they take 20 radiant damage on a fail and half on a save. Up to a max of 60, and then yeah, it goes it can, away. Yeah, it can take 60 damage. I don't understand why people like that spell. Because it's a, it's, it's a it, damage sponge. It's just it's just 60 points unless someone dispels it. Well, they freak they freak out. They're like, oh, I summoned this big thing. Right. Ah, target that thing. And they're not targeting this me, This is your spirit. Where do you summon it at? Um, I'm going to summon it next. Can I summon to flank with... Lock? Is that lock? This is lock right Yeah, here. can I summon it to flank with lock? Right behind lock. Yeah! yeah. Okay. Here you go, buddy! So, would this would this qualify for that thing to take damage? Would, would that... Because it... it Read the spell again. It, any creature hostile to you that moves within 10 feet of the Guardian for the first time on their turn. On their turn. That's so it'll take damage on their turn? They didn't move within threat range. They were already there. Hmm. It specifically said if they move within 10 feet. Okay, but I'm Or still... start their turn. So on Does their turn. Say on, or start their turn in it? Yeah, that's what she just said. First time on their turn. So it's, okay, it's, okay. So their turn, they will take damage. Yeah. Gotcha. And that also is flanking. Does give lock advantage because they're flanking, right? Yeah, technically, yeah. Ha-ha! Esther's like, I am brilliant! Ha-ha! <laughs> Flies up. How high is the ceiling? The ceiling of the room. Where's the book at here? The link to share this. Do, 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 do. If you scroll through, if you go to your orders and search for, like... Yeah, I'm there. They're out. They're temporarily out of stock. Oh, no. 15 That's... feet high. Okay, so I fly up five more feet <laughs> and I'm gonna clean is there anything for me to hang on to up at this on the ceiling no okay I'm just gonna hover like a demented little gremlin gargoyle <laughs> okay see I can be helpful <laughs> all right well send me that link and I'll find one from well, there. Um, that's what I'm trying to find the share link oh, like there's no wait, share wait, link. scroll back up go back up okay that little up with the box. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, man. <gasps> did I just give tech support to the tech support guy? Well, I didn't even see it, but yes, yes, you did. Oh my god. Um, I'm so used to doing that with the So, back up to the top of the line, Mercer's turn. Okay, Mercer is going to. Thanks, Um, Kevin. No problem. Um, oh, it's on wheels. 
he is going to firebolt. Ooh, and the bigger uh, one. The counterspelly monk. The exemplar? Yep. Fourteen's gonna miss, right? Yeah. Okay. And then he's going to force cannon. <laughs> You're using those new dice, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> how, um, how are they doing for you? Well, I mean, they were doing relatively well until this fight. Um, <laughs> they decided not to help you anymore. Now, now I just rolled a twelve. Total. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man! See, At least you tried. At least you try. He, uh, he flies up ten feet. Ten feet into the air. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's his turn. Yep. Uh, next is the back. All right. Give me my sword. You gotta go run and get it. I do, but that's gonna make me move out of that guy's threat range. He'll actually move out of. Uh, well, no. You, I guess you could get you could get to your sword without getting into the other guy's threat range. Well, you would be in the other guy's threat range. It's just a question of do you stay there or do you move out of that threat range? No, I'm well, talking, attack I'm talking of opportunity. this guy. Yeah. So she could go 5, 10, 15, 20, reach in, grab, and then move back and still be out of his way. So it's just not two separate attacks of opportunity. All right. She's going to... You're raging anyways. You don't take that. Exactly. It's fine. Plus so my AC is super high. move away from the... Yeah, she's going to run run over to pick up. She's got, she grabs her javelin of returning and runs over to grab her. Well, the thing is, is you can grab it and you can go right back. You have oh, 40 I can still foot. attack? Well, yeah, because well, yeah, you're interacting oh, with a single object. Okay. So 5, 10, 15, 20. You know what? Grab it. I'm just going to turn 20 and, foot back. and wail on the other guy. Or you well, can do that too. Because I'm hang on, be hang flanking, on. Right? You're moving out of a, a threatened range. Yes. Let me do take care of that first. Yes. Comes back. Yeah, that's all shit. Twenty-one. Oh, on the money. Okay. Son so, of a biscuit. First things first. Oh wow, get wrecked. That's going to be seven points bludgeoning damage, and I need a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Oh, I need an eraser. Where'd my eraser go? Oh. Okay. I got to write down a number first. And a dex save? Mm hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah, I might do good on this one. That's gonna be an 18. Okay, you are, you, you make the saving throw, so you do not get knocked prone as you move away. Oh! So you, oh, I do have my d4. Uh, so you move over to here, pick up your sword, you said? Yep, 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 yep. And then, what are you doing? Turn to whale on that guy. Uh, you're gonna have to move up five feet. That's here. fine. And I'm, I get advantage because he's um, we're like flanking him, right? Jesus! Ah! What'd you do? Well, guys, that startled me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you went to scooch it and you got yourself. Okay, James, I got a question for you. Yep. 
If an NPC is being flanked, but you're not one of the flanking individuals, do you still get advantage? No. Dang it. Never That's mind. That's what I thought. You gotta, be, you gotta be a participant in the act of flanking. Dang it! That's what I thought. Well, alright, fine, whatever. I'm just gonna go way up, back to that other dude then. Scratch that five foot step forward. No, 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 no. You made your decision. Oh, well, you're a poopy head. Well, I'm not gonna let you retract after you realize you can't do it after you already tried That's to do fine, it. That's fine, that's fine. 18 to hit him. To hit the, uh. Yeah. Uh, that the monk. Yeah, so it doesn't, it like uh, doesn't matter. Yeah, it's you okay. do hit him. Alright, let me get my d6s. Every day it's a getting close. Nope, don't finish that one. Okay. 15 points of damage. Against the monk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Five of those were lightning, if that matters. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Uh, peanut butter, uh, ham and cheese sandwich. Peanut <gasps> butter, what? ham and cheese? Yeah. Okay. It's pretty good. Okay, we're done with hey. this game. Goodbye. Can't, no, please stay away from me. Um, Why have you done that? Why? It's tasty. You are. Uh, I'm gonna call your wife right it now. It is Celine's you're turn. You're very ill. <laughs> She's going to uh, booming blade. Hey, I wasn't done. Were you done with the tape doing the damage on that guy? Yeah, was it? Was it's, it I have a second attack. Oh, I thought you were rude. Okay. Well, you'd stop. Dirty twenty. Hmm? Dirty 20 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Yeah, I know it does. 19 points of damage. Alright, hang on a second. You said 19? 19, five of which were lightning. Okay. Yeah, look not looking too good. Monk is really not looking too good. Alright. Now it's Celine's turn. Alright. So, she's going to Booming Blade. Against who? The Exemplar guy? Yeah. That's going to be a 21 to hit. Uh, da -da 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 -da. Casts shield, you miss. Okay. Just, <clears throat> nope. Is that all she can do? Mm -hmm. Uh, it's the acolyte's turn. Five, ten, right up behind Celine. Advantage and takes. What's his initiative? The acolyte. Yeah. Number four. Mercer hasn't gone yet. Mercer was number one. He tried to shoot twice right. and failed. Sorry, I forgot. Okay, two slings from the acolyte. Was that advantage? Uh, 
21 to hit? Nope. Is this that hole I have to crit to hit her? Uh, if he can't hit a 23 without hitting, without rolling a 20, then yes. Sorry, 24. 24. Shield. That's what I thought. Yep. Okay. I was one away from a crit, so I'm like, okay, either it's going to have to be a crit or close to it. All right. Mm -hmm. So the Acolyte misses. Um, it is now Lockdown's turn. He tries to finish this sucker off. One last little... Another booming blade. What's the range on your spirit guardian? Um, I'll double check. Pretty far, I thought. Thirty feet. Blue boy needs to make a save. Oh yeah, he does. He's within thirty feet of the spirit guardian. On his turn. Oh no 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 no! Within ten feet. No, my casting range is thirty. No, feet. that's why I was asking. The, the range. Effect, effective range yeah. is ten feet. Oh, never mind. So does the uh, monk need to make a save? Yeah, the first time on his turn he does. Yeah. Okay, because he's the one attacking. Or, no, Lockdown was attacking. Never mind. Yeah. Lockdown was attacking. Yeah. So the one in front of Lockdown. Lockdown will have to make a deck save. Well, he might be dead before it gets to that anyway. Pretty sure this guy's about to die. Exactly 18 points, and he just clocks this guy in the head one last time, and you just see this little stream of blood run down his face as he Ooh. knees. Falls to the ground. He had exactly 18 hit points. Oh. Cool. Now Locke Dead. can come over and harry the other monk. Get him. Well, that's all he can do this round. He hasn't moved. He can move his happy butt over here. Yes, he can. Yeah, oh, yeah, over yeah. Over here? No. That's that right. guy. Because he's the one who's being a royal pain in the butt. Hello. All right. So that's Locke's turn. Monk is dead, so Exemplar's turn. Let's see here. Monk is going to attempt three more chain strikes. One against Esther. Selene. Esther's flying. Esther's flying, correct. Uh, then two against Celine and one against Locke. So first two against Celine. Both miss. Against Locke. Definitely misses. So that's his turn. God, this guy sucks. Uh well, he sucks for hitting things. He's being a royal pain in the butt to be hit. True. Uh Esther's turn. Man! Megan, me you do all the heavy lifting. I see how it is. Magic Missile! Because that's my one 
trick for my body. Uh, mm. so you just see these muscles go. Yeah, just essentially. Ah, there you are. Which type of magic missile are you doing? One of your spells or one off of your robe? One off of the robe. Are you kidding me? This is a load of hot, bull hockey. Problem? 11 points of force damage. Total? Yeah. Hmm. Four, Oops. seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Fifteen. Fifteen. Sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. Oh, oh, oh my bad. You gotta add a plus one. That's right, that's right, that's what I was forgetting. That's, so how yep. much was it? Twenty-one. 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 21. 21. 21. Ah! Yeah, when you said eleven, or, and I'm like what? looking, I can see seven, I'm like, no, what? that's not what? right. <laughs> I miscounted, my bad. Hey, I need every point right now in this fight. <laughs> this stupid exemplar is being a dick. I wish you was here to help. Problem? <laughs> Celine may take a little rage out on this guy when he's dead. Alright, so that was Esther's turn. We are back up to the top. Mercer. Okay, same thing. Firebolt. And that's a miss. <laughs> For the record, Mercer's missing has nothing to do with the exemplar. <laughs> no. That's a 9 minus 1. So that's going to be a 18. 18. With his force cannon. Uh, he, once again, shields psychic defense. Okay. Man, screw that guy. It's one of those, I'm going to have a lot of people swinging at me. Might as well put it up. And that's Mercer's turn. Zabak. All right. Well, I'm going to haul her happy shelled butt over to flank that other dude. One, blue boy or Mr. Blue Boy, my bad. I think you spilled something there. Yeah, I know I had an itch. I was trying to scratch, but that didn't work out very well. Okay. So you're going after Blue Boy. Mm -hmm. This guy? The acolyte? Yep, yep, yep. She's gonna move the plank in. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mind you, this whole time, the magical dome is still up. Correct. Just clarify. We know this. Yes, we, we're assuming that they're the ones enacting it. Yeah, so, like, we have to get Which is back. probably not the case, but... I mean... I wasn't trying to imply anything. I'm just pointing it out to make sure you guys are still aware of it. We'll figure yeah. it out when we get there. Anyway, the back attack! Good advantage. Okay, there's... 21 to hit. On the acolyte? Yes. Yeah, buddy. Absolutely. Have you heard of mythical meats? 
They're a company out of Pennsylvania that takes beef jerky to a whole new level. Stemming from a passion for jerky and all things mythical and channeling creative energies into re-imaging exotic game meats as some of the most beloved mythical beasts. A few fan favorites include mermaid, dragon, werewolf, kraken, and phoenix. The flavors and tastes behind these are Hawaiian teriyaki pork, alligator, cajun, and beef, venison teriyaki and beef, duck maple and beef, or sweet pepper turkey. It's guaranteed to satisfy the most fantastical cravings. Whether you're in need of an energy-boosting snack on the go or just searching for the perfect gift, this is the product for you. They're high in protein, low in sugar, and top-quality exotic game meats made in the USA and shipped straight out of Pennsylvania. Visit mythicalmeats.com to explore flavors, peruse all sampler packs, and get stocked up on supplies. And if you act now from April 17th for the next two weeks, you can use our promo code LARP23 and get 10% off your order. Go check them out, mythicalmeats.com. Alright, so because the DM got way too excited way too fast, a couple <laughs> things have happened and um, somebody forgot to hit record. <clears throat> Oops. Um, long story short, the Acolyte, the Exemplar, and the Monk all finally got killed after a very tedious, irritating battle. And the group discovered that the helm itself was what was generating the force field in that room. So they all turned around and just started wailing on this thing, trying to get back past its uh, hardness level to do enough damage to destroy it. At which point when they did, Mercer immediately bolts out to the balcony, only to see a 30-foot tall adamantium colossus staring out into the astral void. Sees a block come flying up, takes some diamond blades that are coming off of its back, recuts the block into a square-shaped brick, pounds it down into an unfinished bridge, and then stands back up and looks back out into the void again, as if trying to complete something. And then way, way off into the corner, they see the Archimandrite. And Mercer attempted to shoot the Archimandrite, only to find out that the Archimandrite has a globe of invulnerability surrounding <coughs> around it. Yep. And that's where we're going to pick up. Was there anything else you were going to do? That would be all Mercer can do at, this, at the end of this round. Okay. With that... Mercer hears a screeching sound like this as three familiar creatures come flying in Pearls before land on the balcony and take a uh, position as if getting ready to attack oh boy I need to get one more of these discs out. So this battle has now become a little bit more difficult. Yeah, come on. 
Um, so if it's not already obvious, we're going to go back into initiative again. Aww. Except this time... Well, I was Mercer at the top of the order, so we would just move straight on to the next person. If we stuck with the same initiative order, that means the Archimandrite and the Phase Dragons automatically come in at the end. And Mercer already pulled the trigger by trying to attack the Archimandrite, so it's a new initiative. You're gonna get us all killed! That's what I do best. Oh. So we're at initiative. Okay, that is a seven. Hang on. Yeah, I've had to look at a couple of them. Like the is five it? and the two is very, looks very much the same. Yeah. <laughs> I had the same problem a couple of times. Still, they're really cool dice. Yes, they are. I take it you guys have been using those dice in particular. Yeah. I've been, I've been for, for the most part, yeah. <laughs> Unless I've been having to roll these, an advantage. These are perfect summer dice because allergies and itchy scratchy. Oh, you're using them to scratch. Yes! I just got my nails done and they're like dull. Which is the point, but. Alright, what did Mercer get? Uh, Mercer got a six. What did Esther get? Esther, my love, got a 10. Okay, Celine? 13. And Zabak? 11. My All right, so roll well. it, it's going to go the Archimandrite, uh, Locke, then Celine, Zabak, Esther, the uh, the Phase Dragons, and finally Mercer. And from being the fastest to the slowest. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm on top of the world. No, I'm not. That, that's, a, that's a mountain. I'm With not wide on top of the hands. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, okay. So, the Archimandrite. Um, do, 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 do. Uh, Archimandrite holds his action as uh, Mercer is watching him focus all his attention on those tongs and barrel, who is still screaming bloody murder as he just shakes violently no! as if he's having the world's worst seizure and astral energy is being sucked and siphoned out. Uh, da, 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 da. It is Lockdown's turn. What's going on? The man Archimandrite is killing Barrel. There's uh, phase dragons and a colossal iron golem I'm going to attempt to take over. Yep, from one dragon to another. All right. He comes barreling out here. Five, Unintended. 20, 25, 30, right up to here and attempts to hit the first phase dragon with his hammer. Just Does he even look to the side to see the, the iron golem or the He's not paying attention to that. He's He's dead set. If there's one thing Lockdown has started to do is get tunnel vision when it comes to combat. He focuses on the target he's fighting. Hey, works for me. So. Uh, dude, that's an 18. That's going to hit. And 
get your fingers wrong on these D tens. I know, right? What? They're they're the D tens are basically like uh, serrated blades. Mm -hmm. So like you catch your finger just right, man. It you're in for it a bites. bad time. You're starting to make it sound like I shouldn't have gotten. No, these oh, things yeah. are awesome. <laughs> no, we like, we like. Because you know why? Mm -hmm. <laughs> DM does something enough. Exactly, slingshot. Not like the DM doesn't have his own set of spiky dice. Yeah, but you don't got many saw blades, man. Right? These things are like little mini saw blades. They're wicked awesome. They are. No, I've got some really nice spiky. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Caltrop. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but these things, man. There's. We're gonna get to the end of the night. All these little pricked holes and little splotches of blood rolling down. That was an awesome game, dude. I gotta go to the hospital. Have a good night, guys. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> Head wounds just bleed a lot. You're fine. Uh, but did you die? And he does. Five thousand paper cuts. Exactly. Oof. Well. Just funny. Mm -hmm. Popped my finger a couple times on him. All right. So that's Locke's turn. It is now Celine's turn. Uh, Celine is going to move up uh, next to Locke. And keep going. I'm spiritual going. guardians. So wisdom saving throw, please. From all three phase dragons. Yep. Okay. Excuse me. Uh, you said wisdom. Yep. That's two 15s and an 8. Nope. On all of them. None of them? None of them. <laughs> really? Uh, that's going to be uh, 6 points of damage. 411. I'm calling for information. All right. Um, then it is Zabak's turn. Hold on, hold on. What? That was her action. Bonus action. She's going to kick one. Yeah. Mess She's going up. to kick one of them? Yeah. Yeah, she got steel toe boots. Literally. Uh, but that's that's only going to be a... a um, 13 to hit. I think that misses, right? Yeah, that misses. Aw, I'm disappointed. She goes to you. kick and would normally have caught it like right in the throat, but it does this weird snake jump thing, and she just... Misses it. That's fine. Aww. Worth a shot. <clears throat> creepy snake thing. It's oh, creepy. Six, seven, eight, or seven, eight, nine. Perfect. All right. So that was Celine. It is Zabak's turn. All right. Zabak attack. Now, would she still be raging from the last time, or no? It's been more than six okay, seconds, cool, cool, so cool. the rage would have gone away. Well, she, well, of course, she, you know, blind rage because Beryl is being injured and she can hear him screaming. So she's like, ah, she just charges through to start hitting whatever baddies she can hit. No, there's phase dragons currently right in front of us. Well, she's going to smash one up. So, so the back moves up to a phase dragon. Yes. Which one? Seven, eight, or nine? Um, Lockdown is currently standing right in front of nine. So, seven? Uh, which one did Celine run up to? Directly next to Lock. So, the one in the middle. 
The one in the middle is like 15 feet in the air. Oh, okay. Yeah, then, there you go, that one. Uh, nine right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or seven. Off, yeah, she, she'll go directly to the center. So yeah, that yeah, way yeah, yeah. the back should be able to get in. But she uh, swung at the other one that Locke did not swing at. Okay, so which one does the back want to go up to? The, um, that one that's like... The one seven. with Celine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so right to here. Yep, 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 yep. 17 to hit. Uh, hits. Oh, nice. They weren't too hor- horribly hard to hit, but when you roll up, you know, five. 16 Th- points of damage. Three of which were lightning. So it's six points of damage? 16. 16. Three of which were lightning. That was my first attack. Um, reaction, it flickers into the ethereal plane and then back out of it. You son of a... And swings again. Another 15 to hit. That misses. What? You, you Did you roll a 15 the first time? Yes! No, you said it was a 17. You hit. said 17. Did you misread your dice when you attacked? Because you said 17. Yep, yep, I sure did. My bad. What was the attack supposed to be? It was supposed to, I hit with a 15 the last, well, I didn't hit. I swung, got a 15 last time too. Okay, so in that case, we'll backtrack. You missed, so it did not use its reaction. Okay. You rolled a 15 this time to hit, yep. which means you missed again. Okay. Ah, what is wrong with me? All right. I should have recklessly attacked. Um, it is Esther's turn. <laughs> I hurt myself today. Esther's like, oh no, baby barrel. How far away is bad boy with the tongs and baby barrel? Um, well, baby barrel is right there with the Archimandrite, and he is 15, 20. like, glove of invulnerability! Don't have that! No, he does! Unless you can dispel it! Oh, crap. 35, 40, 45. He's 50 feet away from the balcony right here. Mm, okay, I And that's assuming you take a direct line. Yeah. Alright, I am going to fly over to start blasting those little things. The phase dragons? Yep, 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 yep. I almost said a bad word. I'll knife you. Don't knife me. So right to the... Um, something you do take note of He's is the threshold here out to the balcony is smaller than the size of Gunter. Oh no. Um, also, what is to become of this guy? Your spear. Uh, Come on, buddy! Disappears because they're both concentration spells. Oh. And you cast Gunter. Oh, that's right. So he goes, whoosh! Oh, oh okay. no, so I messed up. Wild, okay. It's smaller than Gunter? The threshold is, yeah. Well, guess what? I know dragon anatomy. Dragons can squish like cats. No, not in this case, no. What? But it's still a creature. Yeah, but dragons can squish like cats. Cats can squish themselves to get through really tiny spaces. No. What? 
Gunter is too big to get through that space. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Gunter! <laughs> well, make the threshold bigger, buddy. So, Esther is going to blast the same one that the back is messing up. With what? I haven't quite decided yet. try for a Rolithan Psychic Lance and see what happens. Give me... Which, isn't that supposed to target a specific creature? Yes, the one that's back just attacked. Oh, okay, 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 sorry. So it has to make an intelligence save. Intelligence save. He failed. <laughs> yeah, he did. Well, no, I, I went to check what I rolled, and then the dice rolled again. And I'm like, okay. Uh, that was a mistake on my part. 76. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Oh, do I need to borrow one? I need to borrow a D6, buddy. You got one? I can hold my commercial. Thank you so much. Okay. 21 points of psychic damage. Against number 7, mm -hmm. 21 points. And that took so much out of Esther that her concentration is broken and Gunter disappears. Okay. All right, so that's Esther's turn. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Phase Dragon's turn. Uh, wisdom saving throw, please. Start the turn. All three of them? Yep. They are within my spiritual guardians. That's a... Well, 15 failed the last time. They all, all failed all? this time. I rolled below 15 on all three rolls. 12. 14 points radiant. 14. Okay. Just a second here. All right. Do 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 do. Um. Okay. So their turn. This one descends down. Right. Here, uh, one of them attempts to bite Locke. One of them attempts to bite Celine, and the third one attempts to bite Zabak. Okay, so one on Locke, 
Dang it, it hits him. Dang it. Okay. I need to bring Locke's stats up for a second here. Bam. He is going to take. Oh, wrong dice. Initial that, and then he needs to make a con saving throw. Saving throw. I'm pretty sure he failed his con saving throw. Uh, yep, missed it by one. And this damage is not good. Twenty-four more points of uh, force damage. As you guys see the creature bite lock, and his body phases in and out of oh, the, the plane really rapidly, fast, and just like, oh, oh, what the? Oh, that, that was oh. oh crap, man, are you okay? No, I'm not okay. Uh, that did not feel good. Sorry, buddy. Second one attempts to bite Celine. Uh, yes, yeah, 16 does not make it. And the last one attempts to bite Esther. That's a crit. Oh, crap. You mean Zabak? Zabak, yeah. I was going to say, hold on, I'm flying. Like, what are you about? Uh, oh, whoops, hang on. Hang on. Initial damage. Rain. 21 piercing, so, so 10, and then I need a con saving throw. So damage is cut in half, which will make it quarter. One, huh? Be quarter damage. So what's the total damage? Total was 44. So 22, 11. 11 points force. As the back now, real quick. And that's their turn. It is now Mercer's turn. Uh, Mercer's going to run up to the Colossal, the Colossus, and he's going to see if he can... Okay, so after the balcony here... Yes. Uh, let me just a sec here. 
Excuse me. Throwing knives. Is that my neighbor? Video game? No, my neighbor's throwing throwing knives. Oh, cool. Oh. <laughs> why why don't you go why why don't you like your neighbors? He's he's into cool stuff, man. Because I'm antisocial. Oh. And I don't want to deal with my neighbors. Fair. <laughs> Alright, so from but right here at the balcony, nice. as long as you Kid. stay within five oh, feet of this area, mm -hmm. you don't go over the edge. Um so you're going to try to come right up here to the Colossus and attempt to do what exactly? I'm going to try to interact with the arcane magic that's controlling it to see if I can interface with it and tinker and take control. Okay, give me an arcana check. I'm going to use Flash of Genius as well. Okay. Um, so that's going to... It doesn't have good knives and doesn't have good form. I can tell. I'm sorry. Hold on, sorry. 31. 31. Okay, so the first thing you realize is this creature functions somewhat similar to a shield guardian in that it is linked to an amulet Ooh. of uh, some unknown user. That being said, you also know based off of that that you would have to get your hands on that amulet to interact and interface with this creature. As long as that amulet uh, is on this plane, which the Colossus has not moved, it's a safe bet to assume that it is. You just don't know where it is on the material plane. Wouldn't I, wouldn't I see a thread of magic linked to it? Not in this case, no. Because of the means by which how it was made, which is far, far different than your standard design for a shield guardian, you just have to be on the same plane. There's not an actual thread that connects the two. Mercer's gonna do something really stupid. What's he about to do? He'll find out next turn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so that's Mercer. It is Locke's turn again. He is not happy. He's going to exhaust two sorcery points to... No. Um, I can help you, Locke. With what? I got you, buddy. Don't worry about it. Just blast him. I have a mass healing word. Okay. He's going to bonus action, Thunderous Smite. Nice. Yeah, he wasn't He wasn't going to do a heal. Uh, yeah, I... I... Action. Time to be sure. Booming blade. Nice. Uh, that's a dirty 20. Yeah, this guy not gonna be too happy. Nine. And what's there? 
a strength saving throw by them. Yeah, that's a that's a five that fails. As you see this, as you see Locke do like a um, sort of like a, a mix between a batter up and a golf swing, as he just kind of whoosh, and this thing goes flying back ten feet. Nice. And on its next turn, will be able to catch itself as it's falling slowly into the astral void because it got cut off guard by the hit. Um, that was Locke's turn. Celine's turn. Um, bonus action. Um, spiritual weapon directly behind the phase dragon in front of her. Okay, I believe the little sword thing's in my uh, tower there. Yep. You said directly behind... Yep. Which one? <clears throat> the one she's attacking, so she's flank with it. This one right here? Yeah. Hang on a sec. Um, she... Oh, she wants to flank with it, so yeah. it goes right here. Um, to be clear, there are two pillars right here that are occupying the spaces, so if she moves... The sword won't necessarily be able to flank every time. That's fine. So. <clears throat> and then, for action, Booming Blade. Uh, that's going to be a 25 to hit. Yeah, that definitely hits. Twenty-six points. On number nine. Yep. Uh, number nine dead. <laughs> okay. As you just that that single hit just and it just. Okay. And into the astral. Well, and the spiritual weapon will swing and a miss. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to learn more about us, you can find us on Facebook at The LARP Channel. Until next time, stay safe and have fun.